0: Register today at thisisils.org. What's up, and welcome back to the 4 8 Men podcast. I have a very special guest today. He is my one and only brother from the same mother. Um, Chance Huff, welcome to the podcast.
1: What's up, what's up? Excited to be here.
0: I feel like, I feel like you thought that you were going to be the first guest on the podcast. And you're, I, I've, I've asked you now, so I feel like, I feel like you, uh, you can be, you can be grateful for, for where I slotted you in.
1: Yeah, I mean, top ten is always a good thing to be, right? You're not top ten
0: though. <laughs> I think this is like my 14th, but uh, that's okay.
1: Ain't nothing wrong with silver.
0: <laughs> silver would be second, so I think, I think at this point you're like, you, uh. I think you just made you you just made like the finish the the finishing board.
1: I'll take a participation trophy. But that's okay. So
0: if 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 you don't know Chance, Chance is my younger brother, but he's also my bigger brother. Um, he is not anymore. Well, you you're you're, you're taller and, and you weigh more than me. Yeah. Well, I was gonna I was gonna say you're my bigger brother, but you're not the stronger brother. I was gonna say that. That's fair. Would you agree with that? Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all because, all because I have a podcast.
1: Yeah, you just got, you just decided to get jacked up once you had a kid. <laughs> that is not
0: true. I was trying to get big before I had a kid. So, but I have gotten bigger since I had a kid. So that's fair. Yeah,
1: I'm not there yet. A couple of years, I'll catch up. You will. I will right,
0: well, t- tell us a little bit about who you are and and what you do, because um, you know, if you follow me on social media, you've probably seen me post a lot about Chance. But Chance is a pitcher at Georgia Tech. And um, on paper, it seems like that's really cool, which it is. But, um, you know, you've had quite a journey to get there. So kind of explain to us what you're doing now and the journey to get to where you're at.
1: Uh, So, yeah, so now I'm in my second year at Georgia Tech, fourth year of college. Uh, My first two years, I was at Vanderbilt. um, And when COVID hit, sophomore year, transferred out. um, And then I was just looking for another good place to play baseball and a place close to home. So it's kind of really between. Georgia Tech and FSU as to where to go Um, and then just kind of after talking with both teams and coaches uh, just Georgia Tech seemed like the better fit so now I'm here um, and second year is definitely a lot more enjoyable than the first one was uh, just because it was pretty weird with COVID and everything and like not really being able to really get to hang out in groups and whatnot so this year it's been a lot of fun um, just kind of getting to further those connections and friendships that I made last year and just actually really getting to hang out with a lot of people now, um, and go to class and whatnot. It's been, it's been fun year.
0: And you're the, and and explain your role for the team. You're a team captain, you're a Friday night starter. So kind of explain a little bit. Yeah. So,
1: so last year, um, last year I didn't really do as well as I would have liked to, um, kind of leading up to the season. Um, so, Had had a bullpen role and then um, wasn't really doing that great in that role, Uh, and so then I missed two weeks traveling, uh, which was a pretty dark time. It was just I forget uh, about that. (laughs) That Yeah, I know it
0: was that was so bad.
1: (laughs) It was it was pretty tough. It was tough just because you know I'd never missed a travel roster before, Um, and then coming to this new school, um, and like I felt like I hadn't really done that bad of a job, but definitely not as good as I. know that i'm capable of um and kind of missed those two weeks and just kind of really hunkered down on what i thought i needed to work on um then got back in the rotation back in the bullpen kind of became one of our bigger guys towards the end of the year um and then worked a lot over the summer and came back um and just kind of took that leadership role um and just kind of connected with some of the younger guys on the team and i felt like earned that respect to, um, get to be awarded captain um, or one of the captains of the team. There's two others, uh, Colin Hall and Tres Gonzalez, both outfielders. Um, and then uh, and then yeah, and then I got to be the Friday night starter, which was um, which is a huge deal, um, just kind of a really big accomplishment for myself.
0: Yeah, well, last year, you know, like you just said, you didn't make the travel roster for those for those two for those two trips, those two games. How do you feel like facing adversity like that like fuels you, or do you feel like that can like discourage you or, you know, cause I feel like a lot of times if you, people go through, you know, a hard thing like that or adversity, they either want to, you know, lay down and just kind of accept it, or, or the opposite and, you know, use that as, as fuel to kind of propel you f- forward. So.
1: Um, I definitely say there's going to be both because, you know, whenever I figured out that I wasn't traveling, like immediately, I wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to use this as a, as like, fuel to my fire and I'm gonna like get back up there like I mean I definitely kind of moped around for like a day or two I'm gonna prove them wrong. yeah like that wasn't my immediate thought and that's okay if that's not um, just with really any failures in life um, I just kind of like I, I definitely had to lean on some people for a couple days like you know Christian mom dad uh, my fiance back at the time girlfriend Maya. Um, and just some of the coaches that, um, that I have good connections with, um, and just kind of like talked with them just about where I was at and just being honest with them. Um, and I think that just helped a lot. And then kind of after those couple days of being sad and discouraged for not making the travel roster, then, um, then kind of being like, okay, like back to work, like it's okay to take some time to kind of get used to the fact that you're not going to be, or like with that failure, it's kind of okay to take the time that you need, but not stay there.
0: Yeah. How do you feel like, like what do you feel like your mentality has changed from like last year to this year from, you know, not being the person or not being the, like the the guy that you thought you were going to be like physically, like, you know, playing a sport to now being someone that's heavily relied on. Like, do you feel like you worked harder, you trained harder, or like you had a a, a shift mentally or or what was your,
1: uh, trained harder uh, maybe not trained harder just trained a little smarter I uh, just worked on the stuff that I need to work on um, which was really just command um, like all my all my in the, in a humble way all my pitches are really good um, and I just was I guess too like I was trying to make two good of pitches and that made me throw a lot more balls than I needed to um, so just kind of seeing the confidence change from last year to this year is definitely probably the biggest thing of just like you know, here's here are my pitches, like like good luck. And that's kind of that's that's just kind of like the biggest thing that's changed for me is definitely the confidence that I have out there on the mound.
0: Yeah, well, cause last year I could remember how many conversations we had, cause you would get like three one, three oh. But now like like last game you were I think you were seven for nine first pitch first pitch strike, so you were constantly oh two, one two. If you don't know what that means and if you don't play baseball, that means zero balls and two strikes or zero balls, one strike. You know, that's what a a first pitch strike would mean. Um, But just even like, you know, your confidence has just changed so much from last year. And that's even what the announcers say, you know, when they're they're watching you pitch, it talks about how much more confident you look on the mound. And when this episode goes live, you will actually be playing Georgia at home, which which would be your biggest – I I don't know if challenge is the right word I guess it's the right word but what do you what do you feel like you're gonna have to you know specifically do different against facing a team like that compared to to what you've done so far
1: I wouldn't really say anything is gonna change uh preparation wise you know just stick to like my normal routine um and just let that just I mean like I don't think the team kind of dictates how you prepare yourself for something. And that can be applied really in anywhere of life. Like, you know, if you have a normal routine that you do before, like interviews, before going to talk with different people, before like applying for jobs, like if you have like a certain routine and then a bigger job opportunity comes or you know, you're interviewing somebody else that's a bigger person, um, then, you know, you're not really going to change your routine for that. Um, and just kind of being confident, in what I've been doing in that my routine, and just stick, kind of sticking to that plan is going to work.
0: Yeah, as you kind of shared earlier, you were at Vanderbilt for two years, then you transferred to Tech. And if you don't know, Chance, he is probably one of the most extroverted people that I know. Um, but I know, I know for a little bit, you you kind of struggled with with community, you know, moving from place to place. So how did you how did you kind of walk that out of uh, of finding a good community and kind of you know moving out. From, a, from one town to another in the middle of things with COVID and just, you know, being the new kid on the team kind of thing? How did you walk through finding community?
1: Yeah. Um, well, you know, I think community is just kind of a hard thing to find back at Vanderbilt. Um, and, I, like, just because we only did really so much stuff with the baseball team um, and there's practices just constantly, not really – and school was hard. It's, like, just like school is hard here at Georgia Tech. Um, and it is tough to still – try and get out there and go to church on Sundays, um, especially now with season coming up um, or especially now with season being in uh, just with games on Sunday and just trying to kind of fit that in whenever you can with, you know, baseball practice, pretty much every day games on top of homework. Um, But I think really just the biggest thing was Nashville was a lot more, I felt like Nashville was a lot more of um, kind of like a little older age range than me, kind of like a mid 20s age range. And so whenever I did kind of venture off from campus, there wasn't many connections that an 18 year old could make with, you know, 24 to 26 year olds. Um, but then here on campus, there's just been a lot of um, different like ministries, um, like a couple of my good friends on the baseball team, um, like Ben King, he's invited me to be a part of like a FCA kind of like an FCA leadership team. Uh, And so that's put me in contact with people from the track team, from the football team. Um, So just kind of getting to make good relations that way as well. Um, But, but yeah, that's, that's what I'd say for just kind of like a better way of finding community is just more so getting involved. I felt like I didn't really, I feel like I, it, like it's kind of on me as well. I feel like I didn't necessarily really try as hard to find involvement freshman or sophomore year as I have junior and senior.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, and you were also in a different spot. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll yeah. get we'll get to that here in a in a little bit, but um, more of your spiritual walk and, and, and your faith and those things. But um, you know, so like I said, that you're you're playing baseball. You you uh, you train super hard. You are six four, about two twenty. 220 225 what do you what are you sitting at right now
1: yeah like 218 218, 218 right now. You, you've lost some weight well season came well, what,
0: well that was just gonna ask you what is like what is your like what is your training regimen kind of look like off season compared to during the season
1: uh off season it's definitely a lot easier to try and find times to eat like saturday and sunday on the weekends um We'll have a game at two o'clock on Saturday and a game at one o'clock on Sunday. So for a two o'clock game, it looks like stretch will be at 11. So two hours before. So then you get up to the field at 10 to be there an hour before stretch, um, which means breakfast at nine. So that means like a wake up at like eight, eight thirty, and then just kind of push all that back even an hour on Sunday. Um, just waking up at seven, seven thirty. Breakfast at eight. Get to the field at nine. Stretch at ten, for a game at one. And um, you know, you really don't get that much to eat from from the time you leave breakfast to the time that you're done with the game. So you better pack some snacks.
0: No, well, maybe, maybe more like 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 workout wise because granted even though you have a smaller window you still eat like five thousand calories a day what like what is your like training wise like how do you train like like what do you specifically train like off season like when we're back home together you know you're hitting the gym pretty hard but you're not hitting the gym that hard necessarily during the season like that so to speak
1: well it's it's kind of different um Being in a starter's position compared to a bullpen roll last year, it's a lot easier to kind of work out just because in a bullpen roll, especially if you're not getting stretched out like over two or three innings, you know, like if you just go for one inning on Friday night, then you turn around on Saturday. You could be live again on Saturday, live on Sunday. So both of those days you don't really get to do your workouts because you have to be ready to pitch. So then if you don't pitch any of those days, then it's just kind of like, well, I missed my opportunity to work out. Now I have to get ready for the game on Sunday. Now I have to get ready for the midweek on Tuesday. So then if you pitch on Tuesday or if you don't, like you don't really get to get a workout in, um, and then you'll get one in. That's, on- well, that's why you got
0: so small last
1: year. <laughs> you wish. Um, <laughs> but but no, so being being in the starter position now, um, it's just a little more regimented, uh, which is nice. There hasn't really been a huge shift from the kind of workouts that I've I mean, volumes definitely decreased a little bit just because in season now it's more of a maintaining instead of trying to um, start trying to like gain, I guess, in all of your lifts. Now it's just more of like a point of maintaining. Um, so every three weeks I'll have like a new squat exercise to do um, after on Saturday morning after I pitch Friday night. And, you know, that looks like a light week, a medium week, and a heavy week. And so you get to kind of choose when you want to do that. Um, And then just kind of going from then on, um, it's just your schedule is a lot more regimented, which allows you to do, um, which allows you to kind of keep workouts um, just more familiar.
0: Yeah. Well, I was thinking about the idea of like, Mm -hmm. because for me, from like a workout standpoint, like there are plenty of days that I don't necessarily want to go to the gym and workout, but I'll, you know, I'll push through it and I'll go do it. But for Mm -hmm. you, you know, I'm sure you have those days, but in the back of your mind, you're also like the team is relying on you, you know, to keep, to keep up to these standards and, and to keep pushing, to keep pushing yourself to do these things. And then at the same time, you're also wanting to go play professional baseball. So that's also a motivator. So do you feel like that idea of like the team is relying on you, you know, for this role, like. Does does that help motivate you, like on days that, that you don't want to go work out, on days that you don't want to go practice, and, and those things, and then even the end goal of wanting to go play professionally? Um,
1: or has that never crossed? I mean, your I, would mind? T- I, mean I, I wouldn't really say that those are kind of like factors that push me. Um, like I don't know. I think like maybe maybe more so during workouts that weren't in season when I was having to um, when I'd have. Like for my, before season started, I have an 8.30 class. I'd have to um, go work out at 6. That looked like me waking up at 5 to eat breakfast and read in the morning before leaving to go change and then uh, get up to the weight room at like 5.50 to then be able to go work out then head to class. Those days is a little more tough to work out. Um, And there's definitely those days where you wake up and it's like, man, I wish that I could just go back to sleep until 7.30 for my class at 8.30 um but now that we're kind of workouts have kind of shifted to during time at practice um so there's really not many times now during the season that I don't want to lift because you know I'm just pretty pumped up after after I pitch on a Friday night that I don't really have to do much the rest of the weekend except just chart my chart the game so I'm like heck yeah I'll go lift
0: and 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 you're also trying to catch up to me so that that's also
1: that's also a motivator (laughs) I mean, I'm close. I, I can't. I can't remember what your last squat was, but mine's up there. What was your last squat? Four seventy-five.
0: Oh, I mean, that's my max too. But oh, it sounds like we're a little even. You have that wider stance, though.
1: No, 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 sir. Not anymore. <laughs> when did you hit four seventy-five? Uh, shoot, back back in early January, just after. Just after I pitched on Friday, I got up to four fifteen for a for set of one. two, and then two sets of one. No, 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 no for for a set of two, and then two sets of one.
0: Yeah, so like I said, it's the end of just one
1: rep though. That's okay. I just I just threw like ninety pitches in night that's before. Okay. I used no, my good. legs. My that, legs.
0: That is valid. That is valid. Well, my, what? What? My legs. Well, are. I'm. T- you're, I'm trying to think where well, you are stronger than me at. <sighs>
1: Not a whole lot anymore. I used to have the legs, but legs I used aren't. to have
0: the, I've I have i have caught up to you on the legs. I remember when I was doing like two seventy five and you were ripping out like four hundred.
1: Actually I have you on I have you on bench.
0: No, you don't. I'm uh, just kidding. <laughs> you uh, you have me on you have me on size. Literally just tallness. That's it now. No, but you do way more. Since I got food poisoning a few weeks ago I've I've lost a lot of weight. Um we're kind of going off on a tangent, but this, this is, this is funny stuff. Um, but you know, you've talked about, you're at Vanderbilt for two years, like, like I talked about. And for those of you who don't know, you really got serious about your faith about three years ago. Um, you know, how, like, what, what would you say happened for that? Like pivotal change in your life and and how has been following Jesus since then? Has that, you know, helped, like helped with, because because i mean we've like we've had conversations about this you know with baseball of like you know you were super honest and you were like i felt like i had better success at baseball before i was super serious about my faith and then after i got super serious about my faith i felt like i wasn't doing as well um, yeah so i mean i mean you've i mean you've had honest conversations with me about that but what you know what kind of change for you how did you go from that darkness to light and what you know where was that moment for you
1: yeah. Well, always grew up in the church, um, you know, kind of like a similar story as Christian, just kind of always grew up in the church. Um, and then we both, we know, both thought we were saved because we went to church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then like then uh, um, kind of freshman and sophomore year um, of college, I knew that kind of all the, all the stuff that I was doing wasn't what I should be doing but I just kind of followed the crowd of, you know, like I'm at college. This is only uh, like this is only going to be four years of my life. Like I might like I'll have this much longer to go like and get my life right. But while I'm in college, I'm going to have fun um, and just totally looking at life the complete wrong way. And you also followed um, out of my footsteps for a little bit, which wasn't very, which, no, wasn't, which, very help,
0: which wasn't very helpful.
1: Yes. And to I would say another big piece of advice is whenever somebody older than you that's kind of walked down the wrong path and they tell you, like, hey, this isn't how you want to live your life. Don't just think to yourself, you're just telling me this because you've already like done it and had your fun. Because um, that was kind of a big way that I looked at it, um, you know, whenever because um, Christian really changed his you really changed. like you really got a lot more into your faith after first semester yeah. of college right
0: yeah yeah first year of college like during first
1: year of college yeah um and like I just remember like him trying to talk to me about stuff and I was just like like in my head I'd just be like well you like you've already gotten to like experience all this and like like that's why like you're just telling me this now like I haven't even gotten to like doing this or necessarily like say like have my like, like have fun in college. And so I just I just was kind of looking at it from the complete wrong perspective. So whenever a person of an older age, or it could even be a younger age that um, has walked down a path that you think could be enjoyable, and um, it's just like, and you know, it's not the right way of living. um, Then I would just say, take that advice with a very open mind and open heart, um, and not be super cynical towards it.
0: Yeah, so I mean, like, like, like what, like, was there like one, you know, like for me, for instance, like, 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 like I said, like I was at that party and it was like, it was like a blip of like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore. Was it like a gradual thing for you in like conversation over conversation or was there like, like an aha moment of like, I'm kind of just wasting my life right now?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I would definitely say all throughout my freshman and sophomore fall, like, Every like kind of how i said earlier everything i knew i was doing like i knew i was wasn't like i always felt convicted like every saturday morning or something after i'd wake up from a friday night um <clears throat> and <clears throat> and i think just kind of like almost getting numb to that feeling to a point and then i can't remember exactly which day it was but i think it was kind of early november maybe um it was sophomore year, early November. I think it was a Saturday night. Um, like all my friends were about to be going out and I had like a big paper due on Monday or maybe Sunday night or something. So I was like, no, I'm just going to go up to the, um, I'm just going to go up to the study hall and like go work on it. Um, and I can't remember what, I can't remember what I, Oh, I listened to, I think I listened to a sermon that Christian sent me. Um, and I think that was just kind of like my aha moment, just like listened to it. And I was just sitting in like a little cubicle study room all by myself. And like just like broke down and was like, what have I even been doing for the past year and a half? I don't, um, like, I don't even think I know that
0: story. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, you do. I've told you that before.
0: Yeah, but not, not,
1: not being in a cubicle and breaking down. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> have. <But> anyways, <laughs> I have. But anyways, I have. But anyways, that was just kind of like, my aha moment. Um, and then kind of talked to Christian shortly after, um, about getting baptized and whatnot. And that was pretty cool. It was on the night. Was it on y'all's rehearsal dinner? Yeah, it was on, it was on the rehearsal. It was after the rehearsal dinner for Christian and Sadie. Um, we had like a worship night at, um, Camp Chioka and, um, and there's a pool nearby, and so I got to get baptized by Christian uh, in the pool and freezing yeah, cold that was water, which was a pretty moment. cool. That was when Christian was a little small, and he couldn't quite bring me up out of the water. He dropped me.
0: <laughs> the pool was like three feet deep, and you're six four, so <laughs> no, you're gonna to bend you're gonna show up, up to you're gonna show up to heaven with no belly. I had to bend up, I had to bend over backwards. <laughs> you're gonna have no stomach. <laughs> That'd be nice. But it's even cool because, like, you know, when we were both. I guess you could say, you know, living super worldly and then fast forward to where I'm starting to pursue a relationship with Jesus, but then you're super worldly. And then now on the flip side of all of that, where we're both pursuing a relationship with Jesus, it's just cool to see even like our relationship, how much closer we've gotten after we, you know, after we've both gotten super serious about our faith. Cause, um, I don't know, it's, it's, it's just been cool to like see our relationship progress after we both got serious about about faith
1: no i definitely agree it's been really cool and just kind of getting to grow closer and things that actually matter
0: yeah but we've talked about your off-season routine compared you know compared to comparatively to during the season training and even just you just talking about you know on even on sunday mornings when you have a one o'clock game then that means a you know seven o'clock wake-up call then before that getting, you know, to have breakfast at eight, how do you, like, what are your go-to things to to keep your relationship with Jesus strong, and how do you feel like, how do you feel like that changes during season compared to off-season, because I'm sure off-season you have more time, you know, to try to go read or, or, you know, cultivate that relationship in a sense, because, like, during the season, you can be kind of, you know, you're focused on, you know, getting all your things done for your your physical health to, to perform well, but at the same time, you know, you want to, you want to be healthy spiritually. So how do you feel like, how do you feel like
1: those two compare? Um, Honestly, it's pretty crazy. Like I was, I felt like it was a lot easier to read in the off season when, and I mean, I know that that may seem like, Oh, well, no duh, but off season was pretty much every day, uh, wake up at five to read before a six or six 30 lift Uh, so wake up at five, read, um, and wake up and read and then go to lift, then come back, make, make more food, then have a full day of class and then go to practice and then come back and then do homework and then, um, read at night, which is kind of the same routine that I still have now. I like to read my Bible in the morning. Um, and then just like read different books that I have, um, at night, but, um, definitely now that it's kind of getting into the season um your body's just so much more tired than it was even whenever I was waking up at like five every day pretty much it's just it's kind of crazy just to see like how much of a toll that games take on you um even whenever you're not really doing anything for them um but so I'd say um it's kind of just still the same thing like I still try and wake up and read in the mornings um, and, <clears throat> and I, I'm doing this Bible plan right now where it's kind of like four different chapters of a book a day. Um, and so I like, so I'll read two in the morning, I try and read all four, um, in the morning, but if like, I can only read two, then I'll read two in the morning and two at night. Um, and then if I do wind up being able to read all four chapters in the morning, then at nighttime, I'll, um. I'll read my, I'm reading a book called Until Unity right now by Francis Chan. Um, So I'll read that. And then just kind of different days are different things. You know, sometimes at night, like, I'll bring my Bible into bed and read my Bible. um, Or sometimes I'll read from my uh, book at night, like, if I miss reading the Bible in the morning.
0: Do you ever listen to, like, worship music throughout the day? Like, like, going to classes and stuff?
1: Uh, Not really going to classes as much, just because all my classes are in one building and so it's literally like a 1 minute walk to another class and i moped from the from the apartment to the to the room and then from the room right to the field um, so there's really not much are you, are you
0: are you allowed to wear headphones while you moped is that illegal
1: i don't know i mean they probably can't see it. i got a helmet on <laughs> uh. so if you're ever in atlanta and you see somebody
0: who is as the size of Chance on a moped that's probably half the size of one he needs
1: then you will, you will see chance. I have a pretty cool helmet too. Give him a wave. Yeah. Give me a, give me a little wave if you're in the 404. Um, but, um, but no, I I do, I do listen to worship music, um, in the mornings too. And that's kind of like a big part of what I like to do on Fridays. Um, so I have no class on Fridays and Fridays are my start days. So I'll wake up um, I wake up at like 8:30 and I will wake up at like 8:30 and just kind of turn on some worship music on the TV, uh make some breakfast, and then um and I just kind of sit there and read with worship music going on. Um and then I'll go to I'll go do yoga at like 10:30. Um and then I'll come back, uh music still on, so then I'll just like kind of just sit there and read. Um, you know, I mean, even I'll scroll through social media at times and it's just still nice to have that worship music on in the back or turning worship music on in the showers in the morning or at night. Um, <clears throat> just kind of finding ways to fit that in throughout the day.
0: What is your, what is your yoga?
1: I, I didn't know you do yoga on Fridays before your game. What does your yoga routine look like? It's a 20 minute full body stretch with, uh, her, her YouTube channel is called Sarah Beth Yoga. Pretty good.
0: I see you. Is is somebody like is this on your own accord or is somebody leading you through it or is this?
1: It's a it's a YouTube channel of this uh, lady named Sarah Beth, kind of walking you through all the different yoga poses. Are you is,
0: is anybody joining you in this or is this just you by yourself? No,
1: nope, just me by myself up at the weight room. Well, During, when I'm doing when, when I'm in town
0: for, when I'm in town for one of your games, I should come do this with you.
1: You couldn't hang.
0: I couldn't because Chant like like I said, I've mentioned chance's size a bunch. Oh, but, I got the but,
1: flexibility on Christian.
0: Chance, Chance hit the splits at our wedding and ripped his pants in half.
1: True story. That is a true story. And I sent them back. Uh, so Christian got us uh, a deal for all the groomsmen uh, tuxes from this company, and um, and you had to like after you got done wearing it, you had to put it back in the box and send it back. And so I just sent back the pants, like ripped in half from, like literally, like the waistband all the way, almost like up under my crotch area. And uh, we didn't even get charged for it. Did it? Did it? You rip
0: your pants at another wedding? No, I've only been to like two weddings. But I feel like I feel like you've ripped your pants at, at, some, at something else before.
1: Mm-mm. No, you first pair of pants ever ripped. Just I wedding. knew it too. I knew I was gonna rip those pants. <laughs> I could feel it. You ordered them too tight on purpose. No, but I just got the pants that fit me in the waist. They weren't they weren't they weren't ready for what was underneath them. Oh
0: my gosh. Or the or the flexibility of someone who's too tall to be and too big to be wearing those pants, but um you know, you've talked about Maya, she's your fiance, she's awesome. Um you know, you have a fiance, you're a full-time student, you're a, a D1 athlete. Um do you, fo- you follow Jesus? How do you how do you balance all these things? Cuz I mean, I know that's I know that's something that you walk through and you even just, you know, going from dating to engagement and trying to plan a wedding and, you know, the uncertainty of being drafted and drafted to where. So how do you, how do you feel like you, you balance all these things in your life?
1: Uh, it can definitely get tough at times. Um, especially just whenever, um, because I mean there are times when like it's tough to read, you know, like you wake up on Monday from like, like this morning, today is Monday. Yeah. Today's Monday. And well, we're, um, we're, we're recording this on Monday. I know. Well, see, that's what happens. The days just get crazy. Well, cause our off days are usually Monday, but we had a double header on Saturday. So, um, our, so we had a double header on Saturday, so we didn't play Sunday. So like now my whole day is out of my whole week's like out of whack. Now. Out of whack. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but so I think, I think definitely whenever I just try and do it all on my own, it gets really tough. Um, like whenever, I'll wake up in the mornings at like seven for my 8:30 class to wake up and read in the morning and then just kind of like if I fall into that pattern of snoozing the alarm back to eight and then waking up and hurrying up and getting ready for class and missing out on breakfast, um, just not getting to eat kind of until the end of the day. Um, <clears throat> and just not really putting God first in that, it can definitely get tough at times. you know like it just really seems like everything's harder. It feels like trying to deal with distance is harder finding time to communicate with Maya gets tougher. Like it just kind of throws your whole day out of whack almost Um, just whenever you kind of fall into that habit of, of like almost putting, almost like putting yourself before God is kind of how I would look at it. Just like, I can read, I can read later today. Like I need more sleep. But then I just know later on in the day, I'm probably not going to read because then I'm going to be tired. And then I'm like, well, I'll read in the morning because I'm tired now. So then I'll go to bed. And then it can just be really like, once you kind of fall into that pattern, it can be easy to fall into it for like a week or so. And you're like, wait, well, like I've like barely read it all this week.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, well, and that's, I mean, e- even with that, like, that's, what's so nice about, you know, that idea of like, it's actually a relationship, you know, that we have with, with God. So it's like, I mean, my days are so sporadic and every day looks different and we're about to be traveling a good bit. So it's like, I don't get to necessarily, I might not get to necessarily read every day, but at some form, I have some form of communication with, with God, whether it's through, you know, prayer, whether it's through worship, whether it's through actual physically getting to read, or if it's just through conversations. Like if I'll talk to a friend, you know, we'll talk for 30 minutes about spiritual things and, you know, what what, what God is teaching us. And like, like, even like that's a form that brings you closer to God, you know? So I, cause I, feel, I feel like for a lot of people, it's like, you know, you have to do like this set routine every single day. And it's like, you know, it doesn't have to be the same thing every day because that's, what's beautiful about it being a relationship. Like he's not like even, like even for you, like if, if you forget to read tomorrow and you're, you know, four chapters behind, he's not like, chance like you need to read eight chapters today to catch back up like you know it doesn't work like that um and that's what's so beautiful about it because it's like he just wants intimacy with you whatever that looks like it doesn't have to be reading but reading is an awesome thing because it is you know the word um but it is also nice because it frees you up to like not feel like he's you know like this authority authority authoritarian is that the authoritarian like like he's this you know or authoritative there you go thanks thanks chances at georgia tech he's smarter but Mm. i mean you know so i have definitely laughed harder during this podcast than anyone i have done so far um and as we're wrapping up and coming to a close i want to um you know well first off thank you for being on the podcast because You have so much wisdom, and you're also super relatable, and um, you're just a good friend, so I'm glad to have had you on. Um, And I also want to ask you to give a physical and a spiritual challenge for us to go out and to do this week.
1: Uh, Okay, so spiritual challenge, um, just because I feel like maybe prayer can get away from you throughout the day, You know, just kind of running around like crazy with tons of different things on your mind. Um, <clears throat> I've been waking up five minutes earlier to, uh, wake up in the morning and pray just before I get my day started. So that's what I would, uh, that's my spiritual challenge: is Wake up, set your alarm for five minutes earlier than you usually do and wake up and pray. Um, just first that's thing awesome. in the morning. Love that. And, um, for physical challenge, I got two. So what are your okay. thoughts? Um, okay. so two options first here. one, yeah. So first one would be. You know, grab a friend, like invite a friend to work out um, and just kind of push each other through the workout, Um, you know, because good, healthy competition is always a great thing. Like whenever Christians in town, you know, well, when we go work out together, like we always push each other and it's just super fun. Yeah,
0: we we make Um, each other stronger.
1: Exactly. So so grab a friend and uh, and then you can also build community that way as well and have good conversations in the weight room. Um, So, yes, I'd say first one would be grab a friend and work out. And second one would be to do like a, <clears throat> like spend five to 10 minutes on like soft tissue muscle or so, yeah, soft tissue muscle recovery. Um, just kind of like hold, rolling out wait, with wait, a lacrosse wait, wait, ball on, or like on. a,
0: hold on. You can't say soft tissue muscle recovery with the straight face. Don't what, okay. First off, what is soft tissue muscle recovery?
1: And, well, first sorry. off, soft tissue muscle recovery is something that you could use because you're super tight. Um, so it's just something for uh, – it's, it's it's kind of something like you grab like a little lacrosse ball. Like right now, I'm rolling out my feet, just sitting here talking. I'm rolling out the feet. Uh, that's what that you noise could... is.
0: One I'm noise. just joking. You can't hear any oh,
1: noise. I was, I was like <laughs> – <laughs> um, or. <laughs> Or, like a, like a foam roller. Like, you kind of grab a foam roller, like, roll out your hamstrings, quads, IT band, your back, your lats, whatever's sore. Okay. Um, or, like, a Theragun or something like that. And, you know, you roll it out, and I don't really know, like, the many well, benefits right. of we'll, it. But. We'll,
0: we'll give you, listening, whoever is listening to this, we will give you the option to either go grab a friend and work out or um, incorporate soft tissue muscle recovery into your regimen this week. So, that can either look like you know, a Theragun massage, or that can look like using a lacrosse ball on your feet if you have run a lot, or it could even look out foam rolling your quads or your hamstrings. Or I mean, you back. can foam
1: roll. You can foam, You can foam roll anything. You can lacrosse ball anything. If
0: I were to foam roll my back, would that still be considered soft tissue muscle recovery?
1: Yeah. Soft tissue muscle recovery. Yeah. What I'm just saying, like, I
0: I just don't think about my back having that much soft tissue. I think about like muscles. My, I think about like my legs.
1: Whatever you're just rolling out muscles. Just go roll out muscles All on right. whatever you can find. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, you heard it here first. Soft tissue muscle recovery. Grabbing a friend to work out. Setting your clock to five minutes earlier than you normally work out to pray. I know a lot of people right now are playing Wordle, which I am also on Ooh. that train. I'm on that train. Um, and before you play
1: Wordle, pray for five minutes. <clears throat> so I actually have a just a kind of Wordle quick tip. Um, one of my friends on the baseball team, Cole McNamee currently has one of the most impressive streaks I've seen: forty-seven and zero. Right now, he's on a forty-seven-day win streak. So really, try and top that, everybody listening. Have you have you never not gotten the word? Uh, well, I I downloaded like an actual game. <laughs> it's called Wordus, and so it's kind of like an unlimited Wordle. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Sadie plays that all the time, but yeah,
1: exactly. I don't think
0: I, I I haven't missed like like the actual one yet, so I don't know what my streak is, but I haven't I haven't missed the actual one yet. You can you can check. All right, well I'll be checking. Um, Chance, thanks for joining us. I hope uh, you guys like this podcast today. Um, this was just a fun conversation, and I know that um, I know that you're gonna get a ton out of it. So chance thanks for joining us on the four eight men podcast and um can't wait to see how you do tonight because this will go live on friday and i'm excited to watch you do your thing
1: hey thanks tree all right thank you all for having me um <clears throat> and thank you for letting me be the 14th uh guest on here
0: well it wasn't the 14th it was just you just weren't top 10 but that's no hard feelings all right i love you all right love you bye <laughs>